Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When I was a little kid, my dad was a cop. You see, Dad was a cop in Sydney in the 1980s at the height of its most corrupt, violent, bizarre period, at least as far as crime and policing went. And when I was a kid, I stumbled into some of his case files, quite literally, and saw some incredibly disturbing crime scene photos. And I was plagued by recurring nightmares for years and years. And so, one day, I decided to ask him what exactly he went through all those decades ago on the streets of North Sydney. So I pulled out a tape recorder, this tape recorder actually, and I got it all on record. I wrote a book about it, in fact. It's called Loose Units. And like I said, we went to some deep, dark, disturbing corners of policing, and it was all on the record. Well, not all of it, actually. That's why we're here. Lots of it was too strange, too horrible, too... Well, loose, funnily enough, to make it onto the pages of Loose Units. And in Loose Units, the podcast, right here every week, I'll sit down with Dad in the same room that we recorded the book sessions in, and we will go places we never did in the book itself. Enjoy. So the word of the day I was told before this episode is Navy, and um, then Dad corrected me and said it's actually Royal Australian Navy, which is actually three words, not one word. But um, Dad, can you explain what you're talking about here? Well, I can. Uh, basically, what we've done is I've taken numerous notes, as, as the listeners will know, you know, over two years, and I've got this amazing notebook in front of me. And then what I do is I look at the notes, and then I come up with a keyword. I came up with the Royal Australian Navy. You said that's three words. You just said that. Yeah. But and then, but I thought if it's just Navy, it could be any Navy in the world. Right. But why would you, an Australian police officer, have stories about other countries' navies? Good point. They could have been a visiting Navy. Do they do that often? Not often. So um, just, just quickly, I just want to check in. Do you think this is good content? Very, very good content. <laughs> Exceptional. Okay. So here's a great story. Sure. Now, again, uh, for the listeners, and I love you all, listeners... This story, again, took place in Mossman. Now, Mossman is... Just quickly, what year was this, roughly? Roughly 82, 83. 82, 83, great. Yep. Now, the thing about people that know Sydney will know that Mossman, I believe it has the most expensive real estate, I think, in Australia. Um, and it's it's a fascinating suburb because a lot of people... Now, you'll have to pull me back because I'm going to go off on tangents here. But, you know, there's this misconception that beautiful, wealthy, salubrious, privileged suburbs are immune from the shitty people, but nothing could be further from the truth. There's a real underbelly in many affluent suburbs across Australia. Monocle smuggling is a big problem. Yes, particularly using body cavities. Oh, right. I mean, you need the glass to be clean. Correct. 
Yeah, so just, you know, put them in a polyethylene bag or something. Yep. Anyway, you were saying? Well, you know, I know I've sort of got so many stories about, you know, the areas, the affluent areas that I worked in that are, quite frankly, some of them are not for press, but maybe over time I'll be able to tell you a few. But here's a classic. Mm. This is a classic. And again, as listeners will recall... I explained that I was working with a, a sweet guy from the country who wear or wore his hat at a funny angle. I actually, this particular night, I was senior guy. I was working with a lovely female police constable. She, funnily enough, was from the country. Oh, okay. How spooky is that? Is she in the book? Oh, uh, no. Oh, okay. And she was um, a lovely, lovely girl. If I can just tell this very quick yeah. aside of course. to the story. Um in Mossman, there are all these really tiny lanes. They're so tiny and so obscure that they are, and there is reference in the book. Mm. Uh, I remember there was a chase one night, and we mentioned that the lanes in Mossman were prefixed with the letter M for Mossman. Right. So it would say M16, M32. So we were in this really weird, tiny lane. I could say that we were lost, but I won't. But you were. Yep. We're just cruising, <laughs> cruising. We're just cruising uh, through Mossman. Yeah. And is this the, is, okay, so you're cruising through Mossman. Are you, were you responding to a call or no, just no, no, just cruising? Because, okay. look, we used to average two to 300 kilometres per shift, mm. every shift, in, in an eight-hour shift. And, and I don't know, it's weird. Like, I, I recall back when I was a policeman that you'd just go cruising all day in the side streets looking for... Crims, because break and enters would be happening between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Mm. You know, good policing is getting out there. You, you could never have a shift where there was nothing happening. And if it didn't happen, you'd make it happen if you were keen. Mm. So we're cruising through this sort of um, dark, dark street at the beginning of night shift. And she was a really, really sweet girl. And we saw a possum on the road just in front. And I said to her that I believed if I timed the timed the the speed I was travelling at actually shit isn't that weird I've always said that the senior person was the observer I was actually driving she was so junior right occasionally you'd do that she was just out of a buddy period so I'd said look I'll drive through Mossman just to give you a sense of the area she'd obviously just come from the academy so this is a big deal for her she's very impressionable very impressionable she was maybe maybe 20 years old right. super sweet girl just yeah. look sweet is, is, is I think she was from Dubbo and I was trying to impress her by showing her that I reckoned I could drive and due to sort of some complex mathematical algorithm of working out the speed in relation to the distance and where it was on the road that I'd miss it. Anyway, she's sitting there. She loves possums. I'm driving and I ran over the possum. And uh, yeah, I ran over it. We felt the thud and this sort of... It was terrible. But anyway, worse, we drove past it. Oh, and I looked at it in the rear vision mirror and it was not quite dead. So, <laughs> and she was so upset. So I reversed over it to make sure I was, I'd squashed it. Anyway, that's not... That can't, can't be the story. Is that it? Well, that's the first part of the story. So it continues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Wait. Just, this is just... I, it's one of those things that I just happened to remember about that night. That's not the story. How often on duty did you murder animals? That was the only time. <laughs> oh my God. 
and, and you know, she it took her a long time to recover. Just quickly, um, is that a crime? What you did is is, is there was no malice, and you could argue that I euthanized the um, possum that was probably in agony. Yes, but like you killing it was an act of pure hubris. Like that was just you showing off. No, no, no. I was showing off to try and miss the animal. Yes, but... It was an accident. So you're saying the the intent is important. The intent was to miss it. Did you... Oh, here's a question. When you got back, you did your report, did you include... There was no record made. Right, so this has been buried. Yep. Did you bury the possum? No, I left it there. All right. If anyone was in the in the area uh, that night and remembers finding a dead possum, um, please call your local Crime Stoppers. Dad, what's the next part of the okay, case? Okay, so the next part is all about that keyword navy. Okay, and this is a great story. It's one that for the listeners, I'm how old am I? I'm 58 now. Yeah, and, and this is when I tell this story, I'll be telling it with with as much emotion and contempt as I can muster up, as did occur on the night of this particular incident. This is a classic story about privilege and right to privilege in a society where all men are equal and some men are more equal than others. All right, easy, Aristotle. Jesus Christ. So, you know, I'm a junior police officer. I've been in the job two years. I'm working with a really, really super, super junior girl who's just sweet and just, you know, wide-eyed. And now scarred for life. And scarred and moderately traumatised. And we got a call to a noise complaint on Balmoral Beach. And Balmoral Beach, for those that don't know, is, well, it's in the big league. The real estate locations, it's magnificent. Okay. And this was a Saturday night in Mossman. Got the noise complaint. Drove down to Balmoral Beach. Upon nearing the premises we could hear this very very loud music and you know noise complaints are to the people that are are sort of you know calling the police that that they're being deprived of their sleep and sleep has been all knows really really important and you know look there's a it's a fine line you know you know do you let people have a really really good time but sometimes people that are having a big party they just you know they think well you know we're having a great party we've notified neighbors we're going to go go hard and we came to this magnificent home and we went around the back and we came in and we could see through the, the back window that there was this massive party inside that hired professional uh, DJs from a company back then called Moby Disc. And there would have been maybe 200 people there. And there was a light show that had strobes and, you know, it was a really, really big production and it was super loud and they couldn't hear us banging on the door. Just quickly, what time was this again? Um, well, we, the night shift started at 11. Mm. So it was probably around midnight. Anyway, this gentleman uh, came to the, the back door. And he was really, really pissed off that the police were there. Mm. You know, we we're both in uniform. He could see that, you know, we were young. I mean, you know, I was 22 and, you know, probably looked about 16. You just describe him. Oh, he was he was this this big guy, well over six feet, had a real air about him, sort of a you know he was a a guy not to be messed not to be messed with. How old was he? Do you reckon he would have been in his sixties? Okay, and you know quite an imposing character. And it turned out that it was his daughter's twenty first, and this was a this was what I would describe as a pretty big party. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well organized. And, um, you know, we explained to him that... um, we, uh, you know, we'd received some complaints, and would they mind turning the the party down? And uh, the first thing he said to me was, he said, "Well, look, you know, he gave me his rank in the Royal Australian Navy, and it was really, really, really right at the top of the top of the top of the tree, Ocean King. You know, one of the one of the the top people in the Royal Australian Navy. Mm. And he made it quite clear that well, he was in the Navy, and because of that fact, uh, he was not going to listen to." Uh, any police officers telling him what he should and shouldn't do. Mm. And then he did something that forever to this day has not scarred me, but made me realise and have, has made me realise in hindsight that there are there are fuckwits in this world. And this guy was an A-grade fuckwit. Mm. And the listeners will, will come to realise why in a sec. What he did, he went over to the DJ, he shut the music down, the entire party stops. He grabs the microphone and he starts to introduce me and my colleague to these 200 you know, party goers. Mm. And he explained to everyone at the party that the local police were here to ruin the, ruin the night, ruin his daughter's 21st, shame on the New South Wales police force. And I wanted to be in another city mm. at that point. I was, it was so degrading... And he, and then they put the spotlight on us. What? Yeah. So there are two young police officers in this very, very, very senior Navy officer's house. Covered in possum viscera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was so, and I'm sort of the senior guy, and I was very inexperienced. Yeah. And I was, there's no way on earth mm. that I was ready for this. And it was like a public humiliation. And then everyone was sort of laughing and jeering. And it was such a terrible, terrible night. And I felt sick. And I lost all my authority. And he made sure that he had well and truly fucked us over. And it was a nightmare. And we sort of left the party. The volume cranked back up. And they continued on regardless. And it was a big fuck you to the police force. So... 
I, I was sick and I felt I was embarrassed. I was, it was, it was a really bad night. Anyway, we go back to the, um, the police station and this amazing sergeant, old school sergeant, who was this, he was as rough as guts. He was a hard man. He'd seen some serious action. And he said to us, he said, um, because it took us about probably 15 to 20 minutes to get back to the station. And he'd received some more noise complaints directly through to the station. Mm. And when we get back, he said, uh, you know, what's, what's the story? what did you do and I explained the story to him and he could see that and he was a really he was a tough tough man and I got to see a side of him that night that was the very human side Mm. of this guy and he looked at us and he could see that we were and the poor girl that I was working with this amazingly sweet girl she was just speechless and she imagine what a trauma for her was probably one of her first shifts in the police force and to be belittled by this this dead shit, and um, so the lovely, lovely sergeant, he uh, he did something that was pretty weird. He locked the station, he shut the station down, and he said, "Come with me, you two, and I will show you how to deal with this." So he drove the car. Oh, so I'm sitting in the back seat, <laughs> and the lovely girl was sitting in the passenger seat, <clears throat> and we drove back to the noisy party. And this amazing sergeant, who shall remain nameless, but for any police that are listening, may be able to join the dots. He, uh, and he was a really tiny guy. He was about five foot. And he had a shiny, shiny, shiny head that he used to wax. And uh, the, the principal from Back to the Future. Look, it, he, it, it, you know, during the day, you, you needed sunglasses to be with him. <laughs> because of the reflection of the sun off his skull. Great. And um, this time, uh, we got to do like a take two. So we're standing there and uh, uh, the sergeant asked to speak to and I pointed out the the guy. And um, the sergeant walked over towards the guy, sort of uttered a few words on the QT Mm -hmm. in one of his ears, and then walked over to the wall and reefed the entire stereo out of the wall. And he made an announcement, not with the mic, because he dis connected all the power so all the lights the record stopped midway ground to a halt as the stylus just ground into the record right. and he basically told everyone in no uncertain t- terms that the party had finished and fuck off home and then we all walked out and that's how he dealt with it and nothing ever came of it so can you describe the look on the navy guys on ocean king's fear. face right fear yeah he realized that he'd been a dead shit to two young police officers. And then the other extreme was how our senior sergeant came in and dealt with it. And it was beautiful. And I, and I just had this glowing, warm feeling in my heart as we drove off. So how do you feel now, years later, when you hear, when, you know, when there are parties or things ne- near you, do you ever feel tempted to walk in and pull the power out? <clears throat> um, my beautiful wife, Christine... And I, we were living in Darlinghurst in a beautiful place um, last year. Mm. And I mean, noise, uh, I mean, they use noise to torture people. Yeah. And they use sleep deprivation. And let's face it, a really, really noisy party uh, is doing that. It's, it's depriving you of sleep and it's noisy and it drives you insane. Mm. And as you're lying in bed listening to the thumping 
you go into this crazy state where you actually, and you know what, you hate to call the police up. You call them up, it's a Saturday night, they've got a million other important things to do. It's all relative. Let's face it, it's prioritised. Yeah. So, you know, a noise complaint in the grand scheme of policing is pretty low down the, the scale. Mm. But to the people that it's affecting, because let's face it, some people in this world, you know, that live in close proximity to others, they actually don't care about other people. And if you're a caring person, which most people are, to lie in bed at night time, just hearing this sort of... I mean, it's such a nightmare. And we were living in this apartment in Darlinghurst, and one night we heard this thumping above us. It was so bad that we thought the ceiling was going to come into our lounge room. What what time was this? um, Well, this is going to sound a bit weird, but it was about 7 o'clock at night. Okay. Uh, It was was the precursor to a night of hell, which we knew from previous experience. And I just said to Christine, look, you know what? I just can't. I just cannot handle this because these people above us literally don't care. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to call the police. The funniest thing happened. I went up in the lift to find out sort of, you know, what was going on. And next next to this party was this couple and he wore, he made Arnold Schwarzenegger look anorexic. He was built like a brick shit house and he was sort of leaning out of the door and he saw me and he sort of gave me the thumbs up and he's going and he was really excited that someone was going to do something about this. Yeah. And I and I became sort of like I was possessed and I became no I became quite insane. And you know what I did? I opened up the door to this apartment and I just stormed in. It wasn't locked. And there were about twenty blokes yeah. at this party and there was this guy and he had this huge block of ice and he was breaking the ice on the floor which was directly above our lounge room. Wait, what do you mean he was breaking the he ice? Was cracking on the- ice on their floor in preparation for this massive party. And I completely lost it and just started screaming like a madman. And these people, I, like, so I've, I've gone into their house <laughs> without permission. Right. I've completely just... I'm, it, it, the look of me coming in must have been so scary for these people. And they, they, there were 20 blokes in there yeah. that when I left, I just walked, turned around and walked out. The party stopped. There was no noise. There was nothing. Right. They probably went somewhere else and had a party. Yeah. And then as I left, the huge sort of Arnie bodybuilder gave me the, the big thumb again. And he was excited that someone had had the balls to do something. Now, I know that that's an extreme, but that's what can happen to you after, you know, after 20 noisy parties, it's... It's, it's, it's crazy. It wears you down, you know. It wears you down. It, it, and, you know, the next day you wake up and, you know, you, you're not, you don't have that sort of pent-up anger or because the, the sun's out, you can't hear anything and, and you never say anything to the neighbour because, you know, you don't like to shit in your own backyard, do you? That's it for episode two of Loose Units, the podcast. But before you go, Dad and I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of our hearts, really, for all the love and the feedback and so forth. You, the listeners, and this is absolutely overwhelming to us you got us to the number two spot on the itunes chart so thank you so much for the ocean of kind words and for the sharing of our show and subscribing and leaving reviews it's really appreciated and you're all the absolute best and dad told me uh to tell you that he promises you're going to love some of the bizarre cases coming up specifically what we've got coming up for you next week also don't forget this podcast loose units is set during the events of my book loose units which rove said is and i quote gripping intense action-packed and humorous it'll make you wish your dad was a cop too cheers bro 
It's in bookstores nationwide, so for a fantastic Chrissy present, go grab a copy before they sell out, and if your bookshop doesn't have it, they can order it in for you. Or you can grab it from, I don't know, readings, bookstores, you can grab it from Big W, you name it. Order it online, whatever you want to do. Just grab Loose Units, the book, right now. And one last thing, uh, I promise, Dad said to tell you all that he's very sorry for the swearing. But I told him that he's telling pretty stressful stories about real stuff that happened in the 80s and he shouldn't feel bad. You don't mind, do you? I can't hear you replying. Apparently that's not how podcasts work. Okay, so I will see you next week for more Loose Units. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.